Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. My name is Mark, and today we'll get into Luke chapter 22. At this point in Luke, the Lord Jesus is preparing His disciples for His death. Specifically in this chapter, we see the Lord establish His table, which is also known as the Lord's Supper. I'll start by reading the first verse in Luke 22. Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is called the Passover, was drawing near. To give some background, the children of Israel in the Old Testament held many feasts. Here we have the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is a feast lasting seven days, and the Passover was the first day of that feast. The Passover started all the way back in Exodus chapter 12 and had been observed and kept for over 15 centuries, where the children of Israel remembered what God had done for them in bringing them out of Egypt. So here the Lord was about to have the Passover meal with His disciples. This is significant because at this point in Luke 22, we have what is in God's eyes the last Passover and the first Lord's table. Here the Passover is replaced and continued by the Lord's table. This is a transition from a feast that was kept in the Old Testament to what the Lord told us to do to remember Him in the New Testament. So what does this mean? I want to mention another verse. 1 Corinthians 5.7 says, For our Passover Christ also has been sacrificed. This shows us that the Passover is actually Christ Himself. In the Old Testament for the Passover, every family had to sacrifice a lamb. But we see here with the Lord's death that Christ is the Lamb of God who was sacrificed. So He continued the observance of the Passover by establishing His table. Today, many believers regularly keep and partake of the Lord's table, but many may not fully know the significance of what they're partaking of of the bread and of the cup. But hopefully as we get into this part of Luke 22, our appreciation and love for the Lord and for His table that He established will be uplifted to another level. First, I want to point out that the Passover was actually a jubilee for the children of Israel. Even before the jubilee was mentioned in Leviticus, the children of Israel had already experienced a jubilee when they were released from the bondage of Egypt and from the tyranny of Pharaoh. Now at the Lord's table, we remember the Lord for what He has done for us. As a real Lamb of God, He was slain so that we can experience the Jubilee. We can be freed today from all bondage and be brought into the full enjoyment of God. Partaking of the Lord's table is a sign of the Jubilee for us today. So as the children of Israel enjoyed the Passover in the Old Testament, we enjoy the Lord's table now in the New Testament age. And actually, this is all a foretaste of what we will enjoy in the future, in the kingdom feast. We will have the full taste of the Jubilee. This is a wonderful feast set up by God for us to enjoy. Then the second thing I want to cover is what we're partaking of in the Lord's table, which is His body and His cup. I'll read verse 19. And He took a loaf and gave thanks, and He broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. I want to focus on the phrase, This is my body, which is being given for you. On the one hand, this is the Lord's body being broken for us. But on the other hand, this bread is also the body of the Lord in large, which includes you and me. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 17 says, Seeing that there is one bread, we who are many are one body. For we all partake of one bread. So when we partake of the bread at the Lord's table, not only do we enjoy what the Lord has done for us, but we are identifying with and affirming 
that we are the many members of his body. In John 12, 23-24, the Lord Jesus said, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified, referring to his death on the cross. He goes on to say, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless the grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. The Lord was that one grain of wheat that fell to the ground and died, so that it could bear much fruit. In his resurrection, he produced us as the many grains. But as grains, we should not be separate. Because we can't do much when we're individual isolated grains or isolated Christians. Rather, God desires all of us as his believers would be blended together into one loaf. When we partake of the bread at the Lord's table, we are actually praising the Lord that he is no longer just the individual lamb of God but that he has made us one corporate loaf. Through his death and his resurrection, he is making us a part of his corporate body. Then there is the matter of the cup. In verse 20, the Lord Jesus said, This cup is a new covenant, established in my blood which is being poured out for you. This cup not only points to the Lord's blood that we partake of for our redemption, but really this cup is just God himself. Our portion that we receive is God himself. Psalm 16.5 says, Jehovah is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup. This cup we partake of along with the bread is just Jehovah as our portion. It is the Lord Jesus. It is the entire triune God as our portion. I hope this helps us see a little bit more of what the Lord did before he died in establishing the Lord's table. And that this would uplift our appreciation every time we come to keep and partake of his table. Our remembering the Lord and His table is not a keeping of an old feast, something we do because it's always been done, but rather that this would be something established by the Lord that we can partake of in freshness to realize that He is freeing us in the Jubilee from all things back to Himself. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in and keep enjoying the Bible.